Welcome to Business, The Art of Winning. I'm your host, William Farmer, Managing Director for Dale County Gear Australia. This is a podcast for leaders who want to win in business and in life. Having trained over 35,000 professionals, as well as coached some of Australia's top CEOs, I've accumulated quite a few business insights that I'm ready to share my top tips and tricks to help you win in business. Each week, I'll be sharing my knowledge around leadership, employee engagement, sales mindset, and so much more. Sit back, relax, and get ready to learn, because business, the art of winning, is now underway. William Farmer, and this is Business, the Art of Winning. Hey, sorry we've been away for a couple of weeks, but hey, here we are, and today's topic is the five drivers of success, and we're going to be talking about our world-famous Dale Carnegie program. Actually, we've got a time-space version starting on the 22nd of March here in Brisbane. It'll be an eight-week program starting at 4 o'clock till 7.30. Don't miss out. We only have one of these a year in this market. Uh, usually it's the three-day immersion program. So if you like things digested in a slower form, this is the program for you. Or if you're the person who sometimes would love to do the three-day but you can't get the time out, maybe this is the program for you. So the five drivers of success, what is that all about? Well, in Dale Carnegie, we talk about confidence, communication skills, leadership skills, people skills, and the ability to handle stress and worry, but also your attitude. And so let's just talk about the first one, confidence. Uh, my experience in the Dale Carnegie program is I was 21 years old and I was living in a very small town called Wairu Military Camp. And, uh, and so the civilian part of that particular uh, camp was around about 100 people and the military was about 5,000 people. It was a great place to be brought up because you didn't have to lock any of your doors, you didn't have to lock your cars because we were surrounded by military who had M16. So not many people could get into the camp, and so it was actually a very free environment uh, to be able to just be yourself. And um, now one of the reasons why I'm talking about that is because it was quite a restrictive environment, so all great things, all great strengths also can have its downside. And the downside is, is that it was run by the government, and so for an entrepreneur or opinion entrepreneur, uh, the only uh, person that I could really look up to was the publican. And uh, he ran the bar and did a really good job. And obviously, uh, because it's a military camp, they had a lot of business. Uh, and uh, maybe the garage owner. So that was my exposure uh, to the business section. Now, I read uh, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I was about 19 years old, out of pure frustration. And the frust frustration came from, uh, I, was, I was made a young leader at, uh, at, at that age. I was uh, organizing five people. And uh, a lot of them were a lot older, uh, some of them were even in their 50s, and they didn't really take a, a shine to me. Now, because of my background, uh, I'd been a martial arts since I was like seven years old, and, uh, and I was used to running things in a very organized fashion, uh, and I, I would tell people what to do, not ask them what to do. And my father gave me that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, actually told me to go to the library and pick it up and, and read it. And as soon as I read it, I realized what I was doing wrong. You know, so one of the first things uh, in discovering your potential is observation. And it's interesting too, the niggling parts of observation, you know, the things that really trigger you, that are starting to upset you, and you start to defend 
vehemently, those are the awesome opportunities for growth. And as I was reading the book, some of the things that were triggering me is, oh, I don't need this stuff. Oh, you know, uh, oh, I, I just tell them. And then I, I, I noticed my own language, even at 19, I realized, just keep reading. And so I did. And I realized, hey, there's another way of doing things. There's another way of doing things. And one of the things, too, is um, I didn't realize at that particular time, but I actually lacked a lot of confidence. I thought because I was really good at sports, I worked really hard, uh, I typically could think my way through most problems and talk my way through most problems, uh, that I was a confident person. But the more I read that book, the more I realized there was another level that I was missing. There was a huge amount of ground of awareness that I wasn't even aware that I should be aware of. And uh, that's a great place to be. And that's a great, I'm actually going through the same uh, process right now. I'm 55 years young. And I am now moving into another level of awareness. And awareness is never really that comfortable if you start to be serious about what's possible. So confidence is a journey. It's like the ocean coming in, it's full. I'm full of confidence, full of vigor. I know my stuff. And then all of a sudden the ocean empties and all I can see is sand, I'm exposed, oh my gosh, where, where did my confidence go? So it's a constant journey, it's never a destination. There's always, it's like a gamer, for some of you who play Fortnite, gaming, you know, yeah, there's always another level of competency. In fact, the more confident you are, the more competent you can become. Now what do I mean? It doesn't always mean competence, but it's more competent that you can become because you're willing to look at your areas for improvement, you have the confidence of awareness, you have the confidence to back your own uh, decision-making, more self-directed, but you also have the confidence to realize that you're not always right, and that's okay. Uh, and so that's where confidence is such a powerful thing. Hey, for my audience, would you like to be more confident? What would be another level for you? For those who are driving or listening, what is the next level for you? What has the universe been nagging in your subconscious mind, moving in a conscious mind? Uh, what has your partner been saying? What have your kids been saying? What has your boss been saying? What have some of your colleagues been saying? And you're not really listening. But there's a little bit of a nagging uh, tension with you that goes, hey, I should really listen. I should really listen. And confidence is one of those things that can really help you move forward. Next is uh, communication skills, the ability to to talk in terms of the other person's interests, hence the human relations principles from the famous book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, but also get your message across and to the point. So often uh, we will be talking to people and you're going, man, there must be a point here somewhere. There must be a point here somewhere. Please get to it. So maybe maybe probably having a conversation with you and thinking the same thing. What's the point, Will? Uh, I'm, I'm finding it really hard to follow our direction with this conversation. Now, most people that I meet are pretty polite and they'll give you the nice smile and uh-huh, uh-huh. But really, they're going, man, can you get to it? Can you get to it? Because I've got to do other things. And uh, so one of the things that we teach you in the Dale Carnegie program as part of the five drivers of success is, hey, back yourself and then say what you really mean to say and say it in a way that is so concise and easily uh, like a gift. Uh, to be opened and experienced. So we talk about uh, action benefit. Hey, what's the action of uh, that you want people to take and what's the benefit or the payoff? Uh, now you can know this, you can read this. In fact, uh, information now or knowledge is a commodity. You can get it for free, everyone's giving it. 
They're given it as a gift so that you might be engaged to look further. Um, it doesn't, though, replace experience. And so what Dale Carnegie does on the Lord Famous Dale Carnegie program, it gives you that opportunity to have an experience. And I would say, and there's a lot of uh, people that are listening to this podcast in our business, I would say at least it takes two years for us to really get a competent trainer for Dale Carnegie. And it's not the knowledge, although the knowledge is you know, full and, and rich and you can keep learning from the knowledge. It really is the experience live, in time, just in time, positive, what we call insight relevant and how that's going to affect the other person. So those are the sort of things that we do. So first build your confidence, self-directed. Then we look at your communication skills. And that allows us to look at ourselves as a leader. Not everyone will put their hand up when I say the word leader, but the reality is we're all leaders. Who's the first person we're going to lead? We're going to lead ourselves, of course. We've got to be motivated. We've got to know where we're going. We've got to know why we're doing it. Uh, and if we've really bought in in the process with what I call positive intent, then, hey, we're looking good. We're looking good because we are self-directed uh, and therefore we have the opportunity to direct others. It's interesting. People will just follow you just because of that energy source. But wouldn't it be awesome to be able to learn skills on how to lead. So 10 to 21, which is Dale Carnegie's human relations principles, is all around what we call enthusiastic cooperation. So I'm just going to highlight a, uh, a couple. Don't get into an argument, Dale Carnegie said, principle 10. Why? Because when you're in an argument, most people are in their amygdala mind. They're in their, hey, defense or offense mode. No one wins that, right? No, no reasonable communication can land either way. So, uh, so, so some of the proactive things Dale Carnegie talks about with 10 to 21 is things make the other person feel the idea is this. In other words, you know, really think about what the outcome is and help the other person be empowered with that outcome. 21, throw down a challenge. And then what we have is 22 to 30, uh, which we show you actually how to correct non-performance. Do you ever get a second chance for non-performance? Uh, well, I guess you do, but you should address it that day. You should address non-performance issues the same day. They don't tend to get better with time. They do tend to get worse. So things like, hey, how do I address difficult conversations? This is, this is things that you'll learn on the Dale Carnegie program. Uh, the next area is, um, uh, you know, we have to learn how to handle our own stress and pressure. Does anybody here get stressed? I do. Sometimes we create it for others and we're not, not even aware that we create it for others. I had a student uh, just the last couple of days really lovely girl, and she said, hey, well, I really suffer from anxiety. And I said, oh, okay. I always, I always tell my kids that anxiety is like excitement. Maybe if you just use the different word around anxiety. Now, I'm not downplaying anxiety. I understand that that's a, it's a real condition. But something registered for her, she said, do you really think I could do that? I said, yeah, every time you're feeling anxious through this program, I want you to see the word excitement, and then I want you to move your body, and so your body is excited, Let's just see what happens to your uh, mental uh, awareness around that. Anyway, by the end of the program, she said, well, it worked. It really worked. Most of the exercises that uh, you gave us, I probably wouldn't be able to do, uh, but I, I just remembered I'm going to turn my anxiety into excitement. I'm going to use that energy. That energy has been given to me as a gift. Can I transmute? Can I change it in a way that's going to serve me? So confidence, communication skills. Then we look at leadership skills. Now, in the leadership skills, we're highlighting people skills. So I just gave you a couple of sections, 10 and 21, 
22 to 30, these are all around people skills. And then obviously we've got to think about, hey, how do I self-manage? How do I self-regulate? My partner and I are very passionate about mental health, very passionate about helping people. Um, she's an expert in, in regards to using her psychology background and her coaching background just to help people to use that uh, sometimes that anxious energy or stressful energy, how to transfer it into something that we can use positively. In my Dale Carnegie world, uh, I started, uh, I actually graduated in the Dale Carnegie course uh, in 1989. It feels like a long time ago. And um, you know what? Uh, when we were, you know, I was, it was in a small town called Palmerston North uh, in New Zealand for all my New Zealand listeners. Uh, you know the town. I love that town. It's a great little town, and the people were very friendly. And uh, but I noticed that, and it was about forty people in our class. Now, typically we take about twenty-eight to thirty max uh, nowadays. But there was forty people in the class, and the trend that I saw in my class uh, was people were lacking confidence, and they wanted that. They definitely wanted to communicate. Stress out of the five drivers was like number five. Uh, it wasn't as stressful. I mean, cell phones weren't even around, I guess. They, they sort of were, but you had to have a big suitcase. You had to carry your cell phone around. And, uh, and so people were less, uh, you know, less bombarded with information. Now, now uh, we, we take this program and we call it the Dale Carnegie Course for Generation Next. And I know a lot of the countries that may be listening to this podcast have that program. And we see very quickly that the number one area for 13 to 16 year olds is actually handling stress and I would say that the number one area for adults in my classes is learning to handle anxiety learn learning to handle stress so here's a way to do that first of all know who you are now okay and there are always different versions and the past can creep in and create anxiety I should have could have would have uh, one of the things that we, we teach on the Del Carnegie course is to let go of that learn from the past don't live there you can't anyway uh, so learn to be very present, but also realize there is another level of confidence. Uh, now, you can't move unless you want to move, but what we'll do in the program is we'll help you maybe analyze the benefits of moving and confidence. Next is to communicate, and for some of us, it's saying, no, hey, I don't want to do that. Here's my boundary, man. I don't want to do this anymore. And we keep saying yes, and it seems to be incongruent with our value system. So it's learning to describe what your values are so people are able to see it, so they're not intrusive. Uh, but also then realizing, you know, some boundaries can go now, right? Uh, I, I can actually do a lot more. I'm going to expand this boundary and I'm going to create a, a bigger fish tank for me because I think there's more opportunity in that. So it's, it's visiting your boundaries. It's, it's also learning to communicate your intrinsic truth. Uh, and helping people to understand your view. And the more they understand you, the, the, the larger or the bigger opportunity for trust to be forged between those relationships. Next area is obviously a process around human relations. I've dedicated 30 years of my life with Dale Carnegie material, and I've got to say, and I'm biased. Um, it's fantastic. Dale Carnegie was a flipping genius. And, uh, but you know what, he borrowed it from other geniuses because even he said in his first pre, uh, in the beginning of How to Win Friends and Influence People, all that he has been teaching has been a conglomerate of a lot of wise, wise people 
put together in a way that's practically usable. And um, if you haven't read How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age, that's an updated version of how it works in maybe uh, corporate today, but also online. And you'll see a lot of uh, principles being broken uh, and it creates a huge amount of pain also when principles are broken online uh, for others. And uh, so, so it's, it's about you being inclusive, it's about being understanding and thinking from the other person's point of view and just remembering, uh, even, even when we're on a computer, we've got a human being on the other, other side. There's somebody who, who is probably wanting to make sure that they're the best version of themselves they can be. And, and you know, some people are not, not thick-skinned uh, and they can take things personally. So you, we should always, I think, this is just my opinion, I think we should be aware of other people's uh, feelings and thoughts and ideas, respectful, but definitely be able to communicate. And you know what? I, I've got friends who do not think like me. Uh, they think differently. Uh, they're friends because uh, we have the opportunity to help each other with our differences. And as you've heard me say on a podcast, if two directors agree all the time, one's not needed. Okay, so that's a quick outline of our five drivers of success. Uh, we, we actually run this webinar quite often. Uh, and actually, I think our last one we had 100 people book. It is a fantastic uh, online workshop if you ever get a chance uh, to sit on that. If, if you are in Brisbane or Sydney with my colleague Jordan Wang, hey, hop on one of those workshops. They're usually complimentary. It will cost you time. It will cost you fighting the traffic if it's in person. Uh, or it will cost you a bit of time to jump online. So I'd recommend that because it'll, it'll help you discover you know, where you are in those five areas and where you potentially could be in those five areas to, to help you advance. So I'm William Farmer. Today's uh, podcast has been sponsored by uh, the Dale Carnegie uh, eight-week program, uh, which will be running on the 22nd of March at 4 o'clock till 7.30 at the uh, Kenmore Hotel. Uh, I love what I do. I hope you find the love in what you do. And remember, we can always do more because we can always become more. It's a mathematical certainty that when you start to shift your ideas and behaviors internally, your external world will change. It's William Farmer, business, the art of winning. Keep winning. Thank you. Thank you for finishing another episode of Business, the Art of Winning podcast. As always, be sure to check the show notes and view our complimentary and high-valuable resources and workshops. If you would like to submit a question to the podcast or get in touch, you can contact me on william.farmer at dalecarnegie.com. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast. Please also rate the podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app and show your support. Until next time, keep winning, and I will be back with another episode on Tuesday.